Hey friends, I hope you're all staying safe and healthy and comfortable and that you're taking care of the people and pets that are important to you. I've got three more episodes of People Are the Enemy to record this month, and because I used a lot of time speaking with our guests over the last two episodes, I only have about 42 minutes of podcasting time left for the month of June via our hosting service, Libsyn. Because of this, I will be foregoing the usual monologue but I, I will remind you that I am a published author with eight novels currently available for purchase worldwide in both ebook and paperback formats via Amazon. And if you don't use Amazon, you can find most of my books in paperback format at barnesandnoble.com. If you love People Are the Enemy and you'd like to help support it and myself monetarily and get yourself some great summer reading material, please consider purchasing one or two of my books. If you've already purchased any or all of my books, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. Listeners, this is episode 177 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Thanks for spending time. And, and speaking of time, we're short of it this month. So, so I'm I'm gonna do three a little bit shorter episodes, but I want to give you something special. So I've invited a great friend of the show and a great friend of mine who I've never met in person, but but uh, but has worked with me on this pro on this very program. Joe Picconi, you may remember. He, he, he had one episode dedicated to, to himself, but he's also done um, some incredible character work on People Are the Enemy. And he asked me not to give away the this, the episodes that he's appeared on and the, the characters that he's done. Uh, he, he'd wanted to kind of keep that a secret, but uh, I'm excited to be able to, to co-host with Joe for the next three weeks. So, Joe, thank you so much. And, and, and Joe, I, we can hear you now. Okay, am I on? You're on, sir. Yes, it's Andy, good. Andy, how are you? I'm doing well. It's good to hear you. How have you I, been? I've been pretty okay. Yeah, uh, I think um, I've survived the the coronavirus. Oh, good I, for you. I, I, I think I, I think I'm gonna be okay. Awesome, awesome. And the family is the family is well, Joe. Everybody's okay. Yeah, I, I can't um, say that anybody was affected by it at all. How about you and your family? Why are we talking about this? I don't know. It's it's okay. It's it's been a long time since you and I have spoken. For for one yeah. thing, I think I think it was the last time that that we spoke and we worked together on this show. It was before this whole thing happened. I think it was li literally probably, that long ago. Yeah, we probably uh, didn't even know about the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. It was just a, a yeah, yeah. <laughs> Were we ever so innocent? <laughs> and Joe, anyway, Joe, it's 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 good to have you. I I I was. I was, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, uh, I'm addressing right now you, uh, just so uh, we differentiate. Anyway, I was, I was mentioning a show that I, I'd appeared on a, on a YouTube show, and I'd mentioned, Joe, that, that one of my favorite moments had happened 
with Joe during uh, his episode, which was very early in this 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 podcast's life, and and it was a uh, Joe. Uh, if you don't mind me telling, you know they can hear it, Joe. So it's it's no secret. But Joe burped during our our <laughs> my interview with him, and he said, "Oh, pardon me, I just had I had some eggs, but you'll just edit that out." And I <laughs> and I said, "No, I said I don't I don't edit out anything." And 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 I I was talking to this interviewer about that instance, and I I didn't, and I was embarrassed to say that I didn't know what Joe did for a full time job, and I. <laughs> I literally just gave him a, a career. I said, just made something up. Yeah. <laughs> I said, acting teacher. <laughs> I said, yeah. I said he's an act. This is guy's an acting teacher in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. There's the crappy videos that I make and put on YouTube that that at least are there's something um, making them more professional than they really are. I thought I thought wouldn't it be something if if Joe really is an acting teacher in Pennsylvania and literally just like minutes before we started Joe and I started recording I I still didn't know. <laughs> it's a it you know it's amazing what comes out just before you start recording. I I I I had I had a friend um my friend Thomas was on this podcast a few weeks ago Joe and his name, his last name is spelled, and this is no secret. His name, his name is spelled, his last name is spelled O S T E I N, like a uh, like the um, like uh, Austin, like that Joel Austin guy. So every time I talk to him, I'd be like Thomas Austin, how you doing? Or Thomas Osteen, how are you? You know, whenever I'd answer the phone, and we were recording a podcast together, and literally like a second before I hit record, he said, "Oh, by the way, my last name is pronounced Austin." <laughs> this now like i've known you for a year <laughs> Andy, dude, like when you oh. go to a restaurant um and you tell the waitress your last name do they ever say um no we only have mass pepsi no no i haven't got that i got that as a kid that, a lot is that a bad joke I that no was no it's 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 one yeah mass pepsi uh mazzola <laughs> you know like uh, i don't know if you you may be too young to remember like mazzola like margarine I think it was <laughs> massive colon. I got that. Oh man! Yeah, it's tough, man. Or mean. What about you? Did you get Did you get picked on at all for your last name at all, Joe? Definitely not for my last name. So many other reasons, but not my last name. <laughs> surprisingly. Oh and my boy! My son is going through that now, and it and it kills me. Like, is it just something in our genes where we we're just meant to be bullied? It's it's tough. Like, uh, there's a. Uh, He's in first grade, and there's this kid. Can I say the name of this kid? No, I, I'm, I'm just kidding. You can't do that. It's one of the worst things you can do. But this kid is bugging. He has been bugging my son, like, every day. My, my son is, like, super intelligent. So I'm, I feel like I'm probably going to be going to jail. I, I'm, I have to just throw this kid in the space at some time. Oh, it's no. I'm yeah. so sorry. That sucks. I, I, I but, yeah. I always, there was always a bully in my life as a kid. It was always like, who's going to be the bully this year? And it was always just one crummy guy. And you know, like a lot of those crummy guys, like they followed me on Facebook, like as an adult. Right. You know what I mean? And then yeah. like one of them, I just like, I was like, all right, I guess, all right. I guess I follow you back. Like I think I'm like, Why? I hated you back then, you know, and you were awful to me. I'm just thinking, yeah, no. you know, and I think one guy followed me on Instagram and then. And then I did. I just forgot about it, 
and I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw one of his posts and it was like this pro-Trump, like awful post. And I'm like, oh my God, like he grew up to be like an awful human being too. Of course, of course. <laughs> so I'm like unfollow. I'm like, why the hell did I follow this jerk in the first place? You know what I mean? Yeah, I got oh a my call God. semi recently from, from my personal bully. You got what? I got a call, a telephone call from my personal bully, like maybe three or four years ago, and he left a message on my my voicemail, just explaining or like trying to tell me why he was a bully. Um, I don't know. I, it's probably some like Alcoholics Anonymous thing. I'm assuming, but I, there's really no no reason I have to talk to him. Holy moly. I don't know. People. So, so he just so, so he was like he made a big going through the steps or something like that. I think so he's going through steps. Yeah, going through steps. Maybe he was in jail. We don't know. Maybe and he was I, an alcoholic. Yeah. One of my bullies, Joe. I don't mind telling you this. He he uh, ran like a convenience store, and he won like a million dollars off like a scratch card at the convenience store that he was running, which sounds very <laughs> suspicious to me. Uh, right. You know that he owned this convenience store. And then he, like, then he died in an accident, like, when he was doing drugs with another guy in a Ferrari. Wow, how, do you, how does that make you feel? Is that a good thing? Yeah, it I does. I hate that it makes me feel, I hate that it makes me feel good, but this guy was an, an, an A number one jerk, and, and he was horrible yeah. to me as a kid, and um, when I found out about this, like, I, I think, I think somebody from my elementary school reached out to me. And uh, I think I, I mentioned him in passing, saying what a jerk he was. And she's, and, and this woman said, oh, yeah, by the way, he's dead now. And I didn't say, oh, good. Oh, no. I just, like, immediately, like, Googled it and read the whole story. And I'm like, I was kind of, in my mind, I was like, oh, well, that's what happens, I guess. When you, like, yeah, yeah you know, you, you know, I guess you, you're, you're, you're doing drugs in a Ferrari with uh, some other uh, uh, jerko and, and you, you, you die, probably. That's what happens. Right. My initial <laughs> reaction was to laugh. I laughed, so I guess I feel good about it too. But oh, when, I don't know. Yeah. I can't think of anybody. Yeah. Even even all my bullies, all my bullies. I'm burping right now. I can't even hide them. That's okay. Um, what did you have? What are you burping up? Uh, Indian Indian food. Oh, what did I, you I have? I love Indian burp. food. What kind no, did you it's have? No, so good. I had a Indian buffet, so I had some. Um, I had the butter chicken, and I had some. Basmati rice, and oh, I had so good. Uh, oh the naan was so good, it's phenomenal. Oh naan bread is so good, isn't it? It's so good. Do you what do, else you, do you ever like? I, do you I ever... ate everything, and I ate way too much. Oh, and I and I uh, finished it up with a mango lassi. Everything was delicious. I'm not familiar with the mango lassi, but I know naan bread. Holy moly! And like just peeling the naan bread and using it to eat the the, the food. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah. god, there's nothing better. Holy moly! That's right. So good. I I wanted to tell you a story, Joe. I I um. My dog got out this morning. I, 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 uh, I have a dog now. It, just in September, I'm, I'm sure that I hadn't had her the last time I spoke with you. And this has happened one other time in January. She got out of the house. And, and this, time, this time, it was first thing in the morning. And I was still in my pajamas. And I had slept in this shirt that, that my wife hates that I bought. It says, orgy, it's an orgy of the dead shirt. It's, it's from this terrible 1965 movie that, like, uh, Ed Wood wrote, and they called it like a nudie cutie. I've talked about it on this podcast. It's actually free on YouTube if anybody wants to check it out. But it's it's <laughs> terrible, I'll tell you that. But in the most in the best way. So I'm wearing this shirt, and it has literally like photographs of naked women from like 1965. These women are all probably at this point deceased, you know. And uh, and <laughs> 
and it just in big letters says orgy of the dead so so i open the front door and the dog runs out and i'm like oh my god and i immediately start swearing like crazy because i know she bolts you know she she takes off and and I went outside in the Orgy of the Dead shirt in like on my front lawn and I'm trying to get the dog back and I'm, I'm, I'm trying with treats and she's not coming and then she runs away. And I run upstairs and I said, I gotta change my shirt because I thought like, I'm, I'm gonna, I might be running through the neighborhood for like an hour trying to get the dog. So I, I changed it into a worse shirt. No, I didn't. I changed it to, <laughs> I changed it to like a WFMU shirt, which is a station I love. But anyway, so and I put that on and... Um, I, I ran downstairs and I said, get me some bacon. And my wife fortunately had some bacon in the fridge and she gave me two pieces of bacon. And I ran outside with the leash in my hand and two pieces of bacon. And this guy is coming around the corner and he said, hey, is that your dog? And I said, yeah. I And he said, she came right over to me. And I said, come here. And I gave him the bacon. And I said, I said, please, please try to get her. And I tried to give him the leash too. And he wouldn't take the leash. He said, he said I'll, I'll try with the bacon. And he went over to the end of the street. And sure enough, my dog came right over to him, ate the bacon out of his hand. And he grabbed he grabbed the harness that I, I'd already put on her because I had planned on taking her for a walk. And uh, I came over and I put the I put the leash on her immediately. But holy moly, what a what a morning wow. that was. Yeah. yeah. I was so afraid you were going to say that she got out again after that. No, like no, that was it. That was it. That was my story. She's not afraid of too many things. And, and evidently she's, you know, she's afraid of the weirdest stuff, but she's not afraid of strangers at all. And she totally knows that, like, if I'm trying to get her, that it means that she's going to get the leash put on her again. And she wants to be as free for as long as possible. You know, I don't know. Do you have pets at all, Joe? Oh, uh, yes. I have uh, two cats that I've had for a really long time. They're, they're really old. I have uh, chickens and I have a lizard. Oh, you're one of those chicken people. There's a lot of those people. Are they fairly new to you, or have you had them a long time? No, we've had, yeah, we've had them a while, but this new batch, like Gremlins, the new batch. Yeah, this new batch <laughs> of chickens, are uh, they're only a couple months old. Very and cool. And they're all named after foods. My son names them all, and he names them after like pizza toppings and stuff. Very good. And, and are they producing for you? Not yet. Probably in August we'll get some some eggs. There we go. <laughs> we brought it all back, Joe, and and, and well timed because this is about as much time as we have for this episode, listeners. I, I I hate to cut this conversation short with Joe. Obviously, I I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. But we will have Joe back. I I promise next week and then the week after that again. We're calling it a residency, and I sincerely appreciate <laughs> having Joe. Joe, this has been so much fun. This has been episode 177 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Before I read the rest of the outro here, Joe, was there anything you wanted to, to promote or, or um, direct folks to where they can find you? Sure, yeah. I sell toys on Instagram at uh, Very Valiant Vintage Huggers. I, I don't know how you uh, search things on Instagram, but it's Very Valiant Vintage Huggers, and I make little uh, clip-on toys uh, based off of Masters of the Universe and Ninja Turtles and 80s toys and stuff, and I sell them on there. Fantastic, fantastic. So check that out, and again, listeners, you can look forward to two more weeks of uh, Joe and I shooting the pool. Yes! And, uh, Joe, I greatly appreciate it. Our, our theme song here is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you so much, Joe Picconi. We love you. Peace. Thank you, Andy.